Okay, my love bugs, we're back. Um, it's the same day, March 31st. It's Friday. Um, it's 11.55 a.m. And since my son's still asleep, we're going to just continue on, at least with this episode, before I um go ahead and get him set up for the day because he's still knocked out. Um, okay, so I said that we're going to start with breaking down charts and stuff. But what I'm going to do is, I think before I was doing it by elements, I was doing the water signs and all that stuff. I'm going to actually just do it at random. Um, I'm probably going to do the water elements and stuff first because that's what came out in my cards first. So there might be a lot of water signs that listen to me or there's one or a few of you in particular that... Um, have water placements that really are looking into your chart as of recently so I don't know that's just what came out in the card so that's what we're gonna start with so we're gonna go ahead and start with Scorpio first and this episode is going to be all about Scorpio whatever placement when you look into your chart you have in those placements I'm gonna break them all down and help you understand that and your gifts that you have naturally so that moving forward you can kind of understand what you're looking at okay because I know if you're not into astrology then um sometimes looking at those charts you're gonna be like okay it says all these different signs but what does that really mean in these certain placements um then after that we're probably gonna do cancer and then Pisces last it's not going to be all on one episode. So if you're not a Scorpio or you don't have these placements, you can wait until I do the other episodes another time. If you are a Scorpio and you have these placements, um, or if you want to find out, um, the first thing I found out the website name that I use is called Cafe Astrology. So when you go to Google and you type in natal chart, and um, usually the first one that pop up says Cafe Astrology. And then you go in there and you type in all your information, your first, middle, last name, whatever you consider yourself is he, she, or he, a she, or whatever pronoun you use, your birth time and, you know, whatever time of the day that you were born and your city and state that you're born in. You click enter and then they'll give you this list. If you scroll down, they give you this list of all these different um zodiac signs that make up who you are okay so scorpios naturally you give off this underworld energy where it's like that's why everybody feels like you guys are evil or they be like oh scorpios are so evil i understand because um people say that about us too and um when it comes to tarot and reading tarot scorpio pops up as the death card and <laughs> <laughs> and Capricorn pops up as the devil card. So I definitely understand. It's just we have a darker energy about us. It's okay. Nothing wrong with you. You come off very mysterious. This underworld energy that nobody can quite put their finger on it. You're naturally psychic. And uh, some of you guys can really be into occult knowledges. Or if you're not into occult knowledges, um, that could be something that you're in into, uh, into in a past life. So that's why you kind of come off with that energy okay Scorpio so moving forward we're gonna go down the list so in the order that I'm saying it in we're gonna start with sun signs and then work our way down so you'll see on your chart it says sun and if you're a Scorpio sun sign it'll say sun Scorpio next to it and they'll have a certain numbers and then it might say moon Scorpio it might say um, Mercury Scorpio Venus Scorpio so whatever placement that you have scorpio next to i'm going to explain all those okay 
we're just going to go down in order. So if you are a sun sign in Scorpio, that means that um, that is your soul's personality. That's what people see, like the first impressions. Um, that's what your birth time and era, you know, like the area of when you were born. You are either born in like um, October or November-ish. And that's how you get the sun sign of being a Scorpio. That just means that's your soul personality. So people come off and they see you as, okay, this person is naturally mysterious. This person is naturally psychic. They can tell that you're naturally intuitive. This is how you come off. Okay? So your sun sign just means your natural personality that people see. Like, it's like first impressions. Oh, you say, I'm a Scorpio. Oh, they know, okay, this person's really psychic. Or, hmm, this person's going to be a little mysterious, a little hard to quite put a finger on what they're into. You might be very secretive or um, I don't feel like you do this on purpose. You just are very selective of who you let in your energy and who you um, don't want in your energy. So if you have a sun sign in Scorpio, it's just about your soul personality. Moving forward, moon position. If you have the moon in Scorpio, your moon stands for like your personal self, who you actually are, how your heart is set up. Okay, your unconscious feelings, um, your nurturing abilities and habits towards others. So if you have moon sign in Scorpio, it's like, okay, your personal self. Personally, your heart space could be set up where um, naturally you will be probably into occult knowledges and things, even if you don't follow those kind of things. I guess if you're honestly, if you're learning about astrology and you're interested in this and you're listening to this episode, your heart is set up that you're yearning to learn more about yourself. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of are into occult knowledges. It doesn't mean you're into practicing anything dark. It's because you're learning outside of the normal things that are taught by society. And you're just getting to know yourself on a deeper level. Okay. So your heart space is set up where it's kind of, <laughs> it's a mystery um, sometimes when it comes to you and how you express your feelings. When it comes to love. Now, I feel like your nurturing habits is when you love, you love deeply. Um, You love for a long time. If somebody can actually get to your heart space, you love uh, very deeply, very hard. You could fall hard. Now, I'm not saying you fall quick or you fall easily. But when you do fall in love, you fall hard. And it becomes like, you know, you want a forever type of love. That's how your heart space is set up, okay? I feel like also with this... Um, you're very in tune with yourself and in tune with the things that you need and that works for you. And if it doesn't work for you, you don't go with it. You know what I'm saying? I also feel like you do have a dark side to your heart space where it's unconscious. But if someone hurts you or um, fucks you over, plays you, does anything like that, you'll hold a grudge. You'll hold that grudge forever. Somebody could have did something to you a long time ago and you still either don't like that particular sign because you associate that. Maybe all those signs are just like that. Or maybe you kept running into the same sign and giving them chances and you're like, yeah. Like for me, I know nothing against Gemini's. They just not for me. (laughs) Nothing against certain cancers. They're just not for me. You know what I'm saying? Nothing against Aries. They're not for me. I have Scorpio placements, so if I run into enough of them and they all show me that same energy, oh, baby, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) And it's male and female. I'll give male and female chance 
friends and partnerships and love. And if it's that same way, that Scorpio um, placement that I have in my chart will be like, "Mm -mm, nope, I'm good. So as soon as they say that they're signed, I, I understand. I know why. Okay, that's why we're not meshing. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that. You'll hold a grudge unconsciously, even if you don't mean to hold grudges. You'll hold a grudge, okay? Because <laughs> this is your heart space, okay? And it's like if you're nurturing to others and stuff, and and then it comes back and bites you. Um, scorpions have those pinchers, but they also have a stinger. So you might say things unconsciously when you're hurt or about people that you're holding grudges on to sting back. Like if they're going to try to cut low, you're going to cut back because you're, you know, that's how your heart space is set up. You love and you love deeply. But if somebody is trying to challenge your feelings, challenge your love, or even um, you have this protective energy that if you love someone and you actually have fallen in love with them, that if somebody tries to say something against them and you feel offended by it, you're going to protect them. So those stingers will come out when it comes to that as well. And I feel like this happens unconsciously. You don't really realize it, but you're not only protecting that person that you love, but you're protecting your heart space because you feel the way you feel and you know it's true. So it's like your habit towards others too is like if they fuck with your heart or they fuck with somebody that you really care for or love for you going to bring out them stingers. You're very protective like that. So that's what the moon sign in Scorpio is kind of like, okay? Um, it also means that you have the gift of dreams, okay? So all water signs are really easy to tap into the spirit world. It's really easy for you to tap into the spirit world. A lot of you guys are natural mediums like I am where you can channel and communicate with people that are passed on. A lot of you guys are naturally able to just dream, have prophetic dreams, visions, Um, Things like that is natural with water signs, okay? So your dream um, life could be very interesting. And you could be like, why am I dreaming of this? Or why am I dreaming of that person? Or seeing a future or anything like that. It's because you're naturally psychic. You know what I'm saying? I have certain water signs in my chart that makes me naturally psychic. I just choose to create a platform with it and use my gifts and abilities and things like that. You don't have to, but... I feel like naturally, without you even realizing it, you predict a lot of things for your friends and family, naturally. You um, are nine times out of ten right about certain situations. You might see something um, that goes on with somebody, and if you choose to share it, and it might actually happen. You're like, hey, I did see this for you. You should go ahead and go to that interview. You're going to get it. And they do, and they're like, how did you know? You're just like, I know. But you're very mysterious, so you ain't going to tell them, oh, yeah, I seen it in a dream. You're just going to say, I got a good feeling about it or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's your moon That's your moon sign, okay? That's what that means. Your personal self, your heart space, unconscious feelings, how you feel, your habits towards others, like holding grudges or falling deeply, all that kind of stuff like that with that certain position of Scorpio. Now, when you have Scorpio and Mercury, Mercury is all about communication, how you think, your patterns, your mentality, your expression, um, your thoughts, your discernment. So if you have Scorpio and Mercury, then it's like you pay attention to a lot of patterns. You're very observant. You're going to walk into a room like let's say you're in school or this could have how this could have been how you were in school. You will sit back in class and analyze the whole room and see, okay. 
you know, this particular person is going to always show up late. You know, this particular person is going to ask to cheat off your work. Um, you, you know, this certain particular person is very quiet in class, but they're the genius out of the class. You know, you watch everything and everybody and you sit back and observe. That's one of the things um, when it comes to your Mercury being in Scorpio, you're a little bit more mysterious. Where it's like, you'll put yourself out there when you want, but you're going to analyze the room and make sure you're comfortable to do so. And if you're not, you might put yourself out there a little bit, but you're not going to be like super like class clown and all that kind of stuff unless you're comfortable with everybody in the class if that makes sense your communication you may give people a little bit of information about you even with your social medias the things that you post you're not going to post your every move you're not going to post what you're eating for breakfast lunch and dinner your car your house your person you're not going to post much about that kind of stuff because you're very protective of that kind of stuff but you're also mysterious so with scorpio and mercury it's like you have selective communication with um which means like when it comes to presenting it to other people um you know a lot but you're not gonna let everybody know that you know everything you know what i'm saying (laughs) unless you feel comfortable with that person and then you guys pick each other's brains um yeah you're very mentally very strong you do express yourself once you feel comfortable and you come out this like observing shell now if somebody comes at you in a in a way that you're not comfortable with they trying to i don't know attack your character or anything like that oh baby them pinchers and that stinger's gonna come out and you can probably say something that'll cut somebody really deep like you could say some shit and somebody will cry you could say some shit and they go have to go home and think about that shit like you might not say much but if somebody is trying to attack you or to come at you Oh, you're going to get them where it stings. You're going to get them where it hurts. You know what I'm saying? It's going to sting how you express yourself. But I feel like you're well thought out when you talk. You know what you're going to say before you say it. You know how some people rush and they say shit and they be like, oh, my my bad. I take it back. No, you rarely have to say that because you mean what you say and you say what you mean. And you thought about it before you said it. So you're going to sit back and observe somebody and their character and their demeanor. And then if they think they're just going off at the mouth and checking you, you're going to sit back and you're going to think about how you're going to respond to this person. And then you're going to do it. And it's going to be like, damn, that hurt. (laughs) They're going to be like, ouch. But you was observing that, okay, you're trying to play me. You're trying to belittle me. You're trying to do this. So that's why it comes off that way. Okay. And even if you're expressing yourself in a loving way. When you say, hey, I love you, you're not saying it doesn't, it's not just a word you throw around. You mean that shit. You done observed this person enough. You done did your detective work. You did everything you need to do. You seen this person's patterns. You seen their mentality. You seen a lot of things through and your discernment is here too. So you can tell, okay, this is, this person is really true. And I fucks with that. I love you. So when you say I love you, it's not just to everybody. It's to somebody that deserves it. I'm not talking about your family, but I'm talking about, like, a love, a spouse. If you say that shit, you mean it. Okay? So that's what Mercury in Scorpio is about. And you you like to think about mysteries. You like to learn about mysteries and things that don't make sense and things that are a little different and a little unorthodox. You want to learn about that kind of stuff because it's naturally in your 
in your spirit. You want to, you know, you like people that are intellectual. You like to have deep conversations. That's another thing it means. You like people that can test your mentality and be like, damn, I never knew that. I'm learning something every day, you know? You like that kind of shit. So you probably are a researcher and you like to study a lot, things like that. You like to learn things, look things up on your own. People can tell you something and you can feel like it's intriguing and you're going to go look it up yourself and be like, damn, that's fire. That's cool. I never thought of it that way. Whoop, 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 right? Cool. So moving forward down the list, if you have a Venus in... Venus and Scorpio, Lord have mercy. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Oof. I'm telling you, every time I see Venus and Scorpio on somebody's chart when I'm teaching them, I be like, oh, baby, bless your heart. Because <laughs> they, oh, that it gets real. So Venus is the planet of love. When you see this placement, it's about pleasure, love. Um, money, beauty, your love language, your expression, your aesthetic, which you're attracted to and how you come off as well. So I can give you guys two type of characters, especially if you know the Adams family. If you know the Adams family, because um, that's my shit, Morticia is the energy of the aesthetic of Morticia. Um, the wearing black and, you know, like the witchy look and the kind of spooky look and kind of goth and kind of like different, unique. If you have a Venus in Scorpio, you may like darker aesthetics. You might wear a lot of black. You may like um, darker lipsticks if you're a female. Your nails painted black. Your hair being that dark color. You know, like very mysterious, witchy, gothic, weird. Not weird, but it's like weird to other people. Like you're just not so bright like that like you're just very different and there's nothing wrong with that i love marticia she's bomb but that's the energy of a venus in scorpio now if you're a masculine it's kind of like gomez (laughs) you know what i'm saying very romantic very sweet but he was obsessed with marticia and marticia was obsessed with um gomez you know what i'm saying and they both had this dark look about them where it's like um they're naturally mysterious it's like hmm like why does this person always wear dark colors or why is this and why is that like most of their closet could be dark because that's their energy you know what i'm saying they got like that goth energy also oof, child when it comes to venus and scorpio let me tell you baby their love language is um very intense it's very intense because scorpio energies is intense regardless but when it comes to this their pleasure they can um, find pleasure in intense things like i'm gonna have to make this 18 plus but like intense sex um dominant what's it called um dominatrix or you know submissive dominant energies bdsm you know whips handcuffs shit like that very 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 kinky very extreme (laughs) um yeah they could really go after people that are very well off very well established because their money matters um if they have a partner and they fixate on that partner and they love that partner don't try to take their partner because it'll get ugly you know it's like they become borderline possessive and obsessive in this placement when it comes to love 
They want their partner to only see them, only love them. Don't you look at nobody's booty walking past. Don't you look at that man. Don't you heart no pictures. Oh, baby, because they're going to observe it all. If you try to cheat on this Scorpio, they're going to know because they have dreams about things like this. Um, They're very expressive when it comes to love. And like I said, when it comes to any placement with Scorpio, they're going to think out what they're going to say and then they're going to say it. But when it comes to this love, it's a it's a darker love. And it could be borderline toxic depending on the couple that they're with. But if they have an infatuation and they decide to turn that infatuation into love, oh, you bet not try to come for that um, Venus and Scorpio placement with their person because they will fight for that person. They might hurt you for this person. Okay, so (laughs) that's how intense it could be. Um, But when they love, they love deep and they love hard. Their beauty and their aesthetic is definitely going to be affected by the darker underworld look. They might look like they're psychic or into occult knowledges. You know, they might dress like a witch or a warlock or things like that. So their aesthetic with Venus and Scorpio, you're going to be able to tell. Oh, yeah, they got a Venus and Scorpio. Like the reason I brought up the Adams family, because I think I remember seeing something on TikTok when I was scrolling the girl that was on a new Netflix series um Wednesday she's on the new Netflix series Wednesday her name is Jenna Ortega she has a Venus in Scorpio and as you can see that was one of the movies she played in but even outside of that character she has a very like scorpionic energy that she comes off as um, and then I believe she's in a same-sex marriage. Um, but her person, that's her person. And they were having an interview together, and she was like, that's my girl. That's my lady. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she calls her a certain name, and she's, like, it's a matter of fact about it. And, like, don't you fucking try me. That's mine, okay? And she said it, then she corrected herself a little bit because she know it came off, and it sounded kind of dark. But she's like, no, but literally, understand. Don't try me. That's mine. You know, like... Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to pause it here so you guys can kind of catch up and then we're going to move forward. But so far, I hope you guys are really understanding what this means. If you need to take notes, you can take notes um, so that you can learn. OK, this is why I'm like this. This is why I'm like that. So if you have a Scorpio in Venus, you have probably like been ready to like fuck somebody up. You don't really... I don't feel like you really um, will hurt the person that you love, but it's like, say, you see somebody out in public and they're trying to hit on your person. Oh, you're going to check them. You're going to check them. Some of y'all might go a little off the rails and do something real crazy about making sure everybody knows this is yours. It's like a possessive thing. Like, this is my possession, like an item sometimes. So if you are a Scorpio on Venus, now you can understand why you feel this way about a certain person. Like, they belong to you. Like, this is my lady. She's my belonging. This is my man. He belongs to me, you know? So if you didn't understand that about yourself, I hope that, you know, helps you out. I'm going to pause it here and take a quick break, and then we're going to pick it back up. Okay, Scorpio, so let's continue on. So if you have a Scorpio in Mars, um, Mars placement is all about assertiveness, action, 
that the action that you take, the energy behind it. So if you are a Scorpio in Mars, then this is about like the natural energy that you carry, how you're assertive. Okay, so I feel like if you ever have to assert your energy and um, how can I explain this? Like pretty much if you ever had to like use your energy towards something like attack or defend or you know something like that oh it's gonna come out very dark you know what i'm saying um you people can't really quite figure out your energy or quite figure out your moves because it's scorpio in its placement um the actions taken it's like they don't see it coming that's why people say that a lot like it's like with scorpios you can do something to them and they might not retaliate immediately like some people that are just like firecrackers they might not retaliate immediately oh but when they take that action and they assert themselves it's gonna be like oh shit like whoa they went off or you know it's like People feel like because you're calm, cool, collected, and you're very quiet sometimes that maybe they feel like, oh, you're not going to do anything. But I feel like when you do finally bubble over and do something, it's way more impactful than than flashing on them could have ever really. Um, it's like it, it gets more across. It gets your point across. Like some people may feel like they're getting away from, from something or getting away with something because um you didn't say anything in that moment but when you get your point across it's going to be clear and obvious hey i'm not the one to fuck with pretty much yeah yeah they don't understand your energy they can't read your energy it's like they can be going off on you about something it's like you just let that take place and it's like okay i'm gonna get you back but when I'm going to get you back, I'm going to fuck up your whole shit. You're not going to just rush into do something. You're not going to just rush into a fight or nothing. But if you got to do something, it's going to come back and it's going to be like, ah, oh my God, I should have left this Scorpio alone. I should have left this Scorpio in Mars alone. This person is very powerful. I didn't see this coming. It's like you play chess with this particular um Mars placement in Scorpio, you play chess and it can get really dark. Like the inner, uh, the action that you take can get really dark. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Some people that may have Mars in Scorpio, um, this person might have caught a body before. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah, it can get really, really, really bad because um, it can get dark. It can get dark. I'm not gonna lie. It can get dark. Somebody that they might be like certain killers, murderers, serial killers that are known that have that particular placement. Now, it's not saying that you um, are that type of person, but it's saying that if you don't keep it in check and you've been thinking like this person did something so small, you're like, I want them to die. It's like, but you're dead ass about it. You know what I'm saying? There's some people that has actually acted on that emotion. So there might be serial killers or murderers or something like that that um that has Mars in Scorpio. Cause it will they will send you to the next realm if you fuck with them. That's just what that's gonna be. I'm not gonna sugarcoat that shit. Okay. <laughs> Jupiter and Mars is about I mean Jupiter and um Scorpio is about expansion. Jupiter deals with expansion, growth, your luck, your miracles, healing, okay? 
So when it comes to expansion, if you have Jupiter and Mars on your chart, you're going to um, have the best luck when you are tapping into your psychic abilities, when you are tapped into occult knowledges and mysteries and things like that. So these type of people with Jupiter and um, Scorpio placements, you can literally, um, you're supposed to be like a practitioner. You're supposed to be like... Um, into you know healing and um maybe doing spell work for others or something like that reading cards divination um practicing different occult knowledges and stuff so if you were kind of trying to figure out why you're into this stuff and you're trying to lean towards this if you look at your chart and you see hey i do have jupiter in um Scorpio, then you'll see, oh, that's why I've been really attracted to darker things, demonology, underworld knowledge, um, angels and demons, how the world works. Um, that's why I can pick up on a lot of things. Your psychic abilities will grow even more once you start doing it. Um, you know, the secret occult knowledge is an ancient wisdom to healing. Um, and I'm talking about like Reiki healing naturally. Um, you know, shamanic things, shamanic practices, um, creating miracles. Like you, you just know how to do certain things like that. So for you in particular, with the Jupiter being that expansion, you might even be drawn to do this for a like actual job. Like this is what you're supposed to do. So it's not me. That's not my particular expansion. Um, my Jupiter placement, but I have Scorpio in my chart. So this type of work comes naturally for me. I don't do spell work for others, but for some of you guys, it's not even really spell work. It could be, but it could be like teaching occult knowledges, um, creating a business surrounding, um, like some type of healing, Reiki healing or sound healing or something that has to do with ancient, ancient knowledge that you just have in your, you know, naturally, okay, if you listen to this frequency and hold this crystal and put it here and shake this over you, you can heal this and that and that. And then you, you know, you can raise your vibrations, whatever you have occult knowledge and ancient knowledge that might not even still be written in books, but you know, it because you have many lifetimes that you've done this in before. So your expansion and your growth is going to come from you actually diving into this psychic, um, um, you know, world into, um, this underworld knowledge and learning about angels and demons and different entities and different beings and all that kind of stuff like that. So if you have Jupiter and Scorpio and you kind of been trying to learning and studying and researching now, this may make sense on um, why you're into this and you're like, wow, I can see myself doing that. You know what I'm saying? And it comes naturally to you. Next is Saturn. So Saturn deals with, um, it deals with your future, karma, structure, dharma, ambition, and restrictions. So if you have um, Scorpio and Saturn and you have a karmic debt to pay, um, it's like you may have to go through certain really dark things in your life in order to deal with past life karmic debts. Meaning, like, say in a past life, you were a really fucked up person. You could have took somebody's life. You could have fucked people over. You could have did all this kind of stuff. You could be dealing with people doing that type of stuff to you. People lying, cheating, stealing, manipulating you, doing magic on you. Um, I have 
do I have this placement? No, but I have Scorpio in my 12th house. So my past life karma, um, shit, I think I said this before on my podcast. This is the first lifetime that, because I've done several life, uh, past life readings on myself. This is the first lifetime I'm into um, love and light and helping people and teaching people and healing people. All my other past lives, I was really dark. So I have Scorpio in that house to show me that my past lives, all of them are really dark, into dark occult knowledges and stuff like that. That's why it doesn't scare me to learn about demons and shit like that. It just doesn't scare me because I've already done it. So me being into that type of stuff, there was a certain past life that I had where because somebody didn't, I didn't like that person, I cursed their whole life and their generations because I didn't like them. Because it was like, okay, it was that that Scorpionic energy. Okay, you're going to do a little something to me. I'm going to ruin your whole life. So I ruined their whole life and their generation. So there's so much spiritual attacks on me. And I know y'all be listening like, damn, this girl always getting attacked. Yes, because I have all my past lives where I was doing that to other people. So in this past life, I had to deal with that karma by way of enduring through spiritual attacks and making sure that I listened to my spirit team and did not retaliate unless they told me to with that dark magic. Now, if they told me, yeah, do it on this particular person, they deserve it. That's different. But in the past life, I wouldn't have listened to none of the guys. Nobody. I didn't care. I was just doing this shit just to do it. Oh, she mugged me at the store? Bitch, you're cursed. You know, shit like that. That's how I was in my past life because I knew I was powerful. I knew it would work. So I was just misusing the gift. So in this current lifetime, the reason why I'm going through so many attacks, so much slander, so much dark black magic, and people doing Luciferian and satanic spells on me and all types of shit, It's because I probably did it to them in a past life. So it's like they get they lick back. The only thing is, it's like, okay, they probably was only supposed to do it once. They've been doing a lot of this shit and it's raining. Yeah, facts. It's like I'm cleansing my energy. So they've been doing a lot of this shit um, overdoing it. It's like you were supposed to get that one lick back because I did it once to you. You know what I'm saying? I cleanse the energy away, move forward. They're doing it every single day, 25-8 like it's a job like they're getting paid for it so that's why they are starting to experience karma now because you tapped into the dark and now you feel like it's cool to do these things and you're ruining your own shit for that also dharma deals with good um the good that can come out of it so same way like for me i'm now living in my dharma so good things are happening to uh, to me good things are coming to me in this lifetime because i had healed all my karmic death i went through trials and tribulations and through hell and back to um be a better person in this lifetime and every single day so that means moving forward i have good things coming to me since I went through hell, like literally with this particular Saturn, Saturn is going to give you restrictions. Saturn, since I had so much karmic debt to get through, through all my past lives, and I was a really dark ass, mean motherfucker, I'm not going to lie. I just used magic and I was just fucking shit up. That's why I teach this time around, like, hey, don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. That's a part of me healing my karmic debt. And I'm still doing it, even though I completed all that you know what i'm saying because i don't want people to make the same mistakes i did in my past lives that's why teaching y'all about this is very important to me 
um, my Saturn return. A lot of people experience their Saturn return around 27, 28, 29 years old. That's when I started to notice the spell work being done on me. It was done on me my whole life. Um, and I had to complete that cycle. So it's like once my Saturn return came, it was like, okay, they was, you know, just able to punch me. It was like a punching bag, just boom, 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 boom. All this shit was happening. I've been hexed before. I had demons sent to me before. I had people poisoning me. I had all this shit I was going through. And I wasn't able to do anything about it. Now, the past three years that I have actually, besides studying it and learning the rules and following the rules in this lifetime, um... I was basically able to see, okay, this is not cool. This is cool. Okay, if they do this, then I could do that. Okay, and I'm learning the rules, right? So moving forward, I made wise choices. So um, Saturn, when my Saturn return came, a lot of shit changed drastically. I went from making a lot of money and always being abundant and all that stuff to Saturn's like, you're going to have just enough to pay your bills and just enough to do this and just enough to do that. You can't smoke no more. You can't drink no more. You can't go out and pop it no more. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can pay your bills. You can get shit for you and your kid and you got to keep it pushing. And if you have any extra money, we're going to make that be bills too, because we need you to see that you're kind of going through punishment. Can you make it out of hell? And I'm like, yeah, I can make it out of hell. Created my business. You're going to take everything from me? Okay, I'll create something. And it's going to be positive. I didn't go and create more bad karma and go rob people and shit like that like I used to. I created good karma. So, okay, cool. I passed that Saturn return. Because my Saturn return was they're going to pull everything from me. And then at the same time, they're going to let me know, hey, people are attacking you spiritually. What you going to do? And the guys are just going to sit there and wait and see. Okay. Is she going to go back to her soul way where she's going to go do something dark and either physically fuck them up or she going to do something dark with magic since I know I can do both and I'm powerful at both. I can fuck somebody up physically and I can fuck them up spiritually. What you going to do? So these last three years, it was a test for me. My Saturn return. I passed my Saturn return. That's why I just be thinking like, damn, y'all fucking your own lives up because this magic ain't going to touch me. I already got past that part. Now I'm just ready to accept my reward. So it's about structure, ambition. Are you going to push through it to get a better future? Are you going to be structured? Are you going to pay attention to the rules or not? So that's that energy, okay? And when it comes to Saturn being in Scorpio and this being a karma, this is past life stuff. You have a lot of karmic death in a past life. You know a lot of the mysteries and occult knowledge, and you can see things that's happening with people. So it's up to you to choose. Am I going to pay off this karmic debt when my Saturn return comes around 27, 28, 29 years old? When that type of shit happening to you, how are you going to pay it off? Are you going to go along with it and keep trucking through it and be ambitious and get through it and find structure and discipline yourself and balance yourself and come out strong when you're walking through hell? Or are you going to fall in line with the other demons and forget that you in hell? That's what this Saturn in Scorpio is. You're going to get through hell and be like, oh, man, yeah, I've been there. That shit was hard as fuck. I had to do this, this, and this, but I made it through. That's how people be like, yeah, I made it through hell and back, and I'm good now. You know what I'm saying? They, they had to do, go through some shit 
but they're here now. So this Scorpio and Saturn, that's what that means. And some people don't make it out of that and they stay in that hell. Okay? So I hope that makes sense. I had to give y'all an example with that because, child, now y'all can understand when, especially the ones that listen to my whole testimony and everything, now y'all can understand. Damn, that's why her ass was getting attacked. Yeah, I know that already. I was just like, okay, bro, I can't stop this, bro. I must have did a lot of dirty work back in my day. Because, <laughs> child. <laughs> but where they're fucking up is they're also experiencing their Saturn return. Where it's like, okay, you you got your look back on this person. But you're still trying to punch this person. And now it's not even, you're not even punching this person no more. You're punching yourself. So now you're ruining your own karma. And you could have got dharma. Because all you were supposed to do in this lifetime was get that person back. And you did that. However you did it. But to keep doing it, you got addicted to it. Now they stuck down there with them demons. You see what I'm saying? They fell in line with all the rest of the dark shit. Some people can't make it out of that, okay? Moving forward, Uranus. Uranus and um, Scorpio. Uranus is about revolution, freedom, and rebellion. So if you got... um. Uranus and Scorpio, you're very rebellious when it comes to um, religion, society things. Like, you don't like to fall in line with societal norms. You like to be different, mysterious. You like to go based off your intuition. You like to be free, free flowing. You don't have a problem with if you got to get your hands dirty to start a revolution to make your point clear like example um what's going on in Haiti and and was it London I think it might have been London or Paris or something somewhere over there France what's going on in France with all those people going on that energy is the energy of um Uranus and Scorpio where it's revolution they fucking shit up, burning buildings down. Everybody walked off the job. Nurses, doctors, the fucking TV newscasters didn't even report it. They walked off too. They burning shit down, fucking shit up. And Haiti, they overthrew the government and shit. Shit like that. That's that energy. So for their freedom, they're willing to take it to a dark place. And they're not trying to fit into society norms. They're not with that shit. They're like, nah, I'm good. I will fuck all this shit up. When it comes to my freedom. Because in that particular space, like I said, Scorpios have pinchers and stingers. So they're going to fuck some shit up and attack so that they can get their freedom. That doesn't mean they're bad. That means that's they need a revolution. Something has to change because they've been feeling like something's not right. So they planned it out and it's working. And as you can see, the whole area, that whole place of France, Haiti, See what they're going through. That's the energy of Uranus and Scorpio, okay? That position, that particular position could have been um, Uranus, the planet. You know how you can look at the different things. Uranus, the planet, and how the planets are always rotating and moving. For that to happen, there could have been a certain alignment of planets in our... That's why astrology and astronomy is very important because... It's not just for your chart, but you know how they be like, oh, it's the new moon, the new moon in Aries, this, this energy. All the other planets have certain positions and certain zodiacs that they're under that position. So when that whole rebellion and revolution started in Haiti or France, 
Uranus could have been in that position of Scorpio at that point in time in the sky. So if you're into astron, astron, excuse me, astronomy and you're into looking at the planets and their positions, you could have noticed that when you looked through your telescope and did your little calculations that this planet is here in this position of Scorpio. So you can know, oh, there's about to be some shit that's about to go down. Okay. That's what that means. Neptune, Neptune in Scorpio is about Neptune deals with illusions, dreams, intuition, hidden gifts and spirituality. Okay. So if you got Neptune in Scorpio, oh, baby, you can see through illusions. You can see through people's dark um, intentions for you, plots in your dreams. You can see plots and things. Um, you have hidden gifts and we'll get into those hidden gifts on a um Possibly another episode after I finish this part. I'm going to see if my son's up. And if he is, then I'm going to just post it. And then we'll get into the rest another time. But um, I'm going to break down those hidden gifts. Because that means you have gifts that are like naturally considered dark. The underworld. I say that about other signs too. Like you come off like your Carrie. If you ever watched um, Stephen King's Carrie. Where you have natural gifts like that. I'm not saying that you can look at somebody and move your hand and flip some, But a lot of you guys do this type of stuff in your dreams. This speaks of dreams. So you'll see some stuff in dream time. And then it's an enemy or something. Somebody plotted on you. And you might shoot fireballs out your hands. You might flip a car. You might throw somebody's body just by moving your hand like telekinesis, right? And then in real life... When it's happening to that person, when you guys are awake, they think it's a spirit or something. But really, you did all the work in your dream. And then it's going to play out in real life with that person. Okay? If you see in a dream, you did your hand, you held your hand out and flipped the person's car. When they were trying to come towards you and plot on you. And you find out that your enemy's car flipped and now they're hurt. You did that with your hidden gift in dream time. You're able to see it. Okay? Okay, so that's what that means. We're going to tap into that a little bit more. So I'm going to put that to the side. But yeah, that's what that means. Okay. Pluto and Scorpio. This, if you have a Pluto and Scorpio, you're very powerful because Pluto is ruled by Scorpio. Okay. Pluto has the energy of regeneration, rebirth, outlooks, evolution, and, you know, just new energy. So if you have Pluto and Scorpio, that means you have the gift to make something of nothing. Okay, you can regenerate anything. You can come back from the dead, basically. You can lose everything and get it back, and it's nothing for you. Okay, you can get it out the mud. You kind of actually may like doing that because you like to start fresh, shed your skin. You have a different outlook than other people have. You also have visions and um, psychic abilities to be able to see what you need to change, what the world needs to change. What the people around you need to change to um, to start an evolution, to re- regenerate. So you're probably able to give really good um, advice and help when it comes to people. When they're like, man, I'm trying to start over. You could help them naturally without even realizing it. You can get them ideas and stuff on how to do this. It's also about evolving, okay? So your gifts and things evolve. They always get better. They get stronger, Okay. 
Your psychic abilities may always be evolving. You may start off just having dreams about your family. Then you start having dreams about the world and what's going on in the world. You start predicting, um, prophesizing what's going to go on with other countries and politics and things like that. Okay? You see things that people don't see. And you know, okay, you can see, okay, Trump and somebody else is winning. You see, okay, I I see why Trump is going to win. And I see where the world is going to go before it even goes there. You see what I'm saying? Shit like that. If you got a Lilith and Scorpio. Lilith and Scorpio deals with your inner authority, your sensuality, your sexuality, and your hidden desires. So if you have this placement, um, it's kind of like... Uh, in a way kind of like the venus and um scorpio in a way because it deals with sexuality so like i said it probably talks about um you liking submission submission dominant dominatrix submission type of role play and things bdsm very painful sex you might have actually had like a dark ass fantasy of some dark shit like you being taken advantage of or um I don't know, like, what's it called? Gang sex? Gang banged? Shit like that. Um, it's dark. Occult. Um, having, like, sex magic being involved in your hitting desires. You wanting to manifest with sex magic. Um, shit, your love life and your sexuality could be very taboo. You can be into some very different shit i'm not gonna go into too much detail but i feel like if you have this placement you know that you're like oh my god she knows that yeah i can see it here um but this is all hidden desire so i don't feel like you tell anybody this but if somebody was into dark shit like you and they were like we can explore anything you're into exploring you'd probably have some really weird dark ass fantasies and it's like oh god like you're into that like you're into somebody like us role playing that somebody comes into your home and you don't know them and they're a stranger and they take advantage of you. That turns you on for some reason. And you're like, the normal people would be creeped out because that would be considered rape, right? That will turn you on if you have a um, Scorpio and Lilith. It's very dark. Your sensuality is very different, I can say. Very mysterious. Um, but that's how your life would be set up. You could be into occult things. You might be into orgies or um, swamping partners or something like that as well when it comes to Lilith and Scorpio. It's just like things that are very different and taboo that nobody really um, would just look at you and think that it's like hidden desires. And if you are close enough with somebody, you may share that. Um, North Node in Scorpio, this is your future energy, which you're destined to be in this life. So when you see in Node on the bottom of your chart, that should be the last little part before you get to the houses. Um, you see in Node. In, in Node is North Node. North Node stands for your future energy. So if you're a Scorpio and your North Node is Scorpio, if you're a Scorpio sun sign and your North Node is Scorpio, then it's like you're already kind of in the energy you're going to be in. But let's say you're a Sagittarius and your North Node is Scorpio. That means you could be this very vibrant, loving, optimistic, love to travel, love to have fun, life of the party type of energy. Your North Node is what you're going to be in the future, what you're destined to be in this life. So you're destined to tap into things that are a little bit more taboo and different. Um, underworldly, mysterious, um, occult, 
tap into like psychics readings tarot spirituality um you know things like that that's what you're destined to be so you could have started off one way like for me example um i don't have this as my north node but i'm just saying like i'm a capricorn so we're about business we like to set goals we're very you know logical and it's like if i had a north node in scorpio then the work that I'm doing now would make sense because this is what I'm supposed to tap into that darker energy okay so it's like your future what you're destined to do so if you have any other placement other than sun um a sun's like any other placement other than Scorpio in your sun position and then your north node is Scorpio then some point in time the more you study you're going to realize, oh, that's why I'm into looking into this. That's why I'm into looking into that. That's why I all of a sudden switch from this spiritual practice or this religious practice to this because my North Node is in Scorpio. So you're destined to be into this type of stuff that I'm teaching and I'm doing. But it's about you building it up and you research enough that you can feel comfortable like how I am to talk about it. Okay. And to teach possibly or anything like that. Or even if you don't teach it, it's just your energy, which you're destined to be in in this lifetime. Now, it doesn't show your south node, but to find your south node, you look at your north node and then you do the direct opposite. So I'm not going to do it off the top of my head because the only one I know off the top of my head so far is um, my uh, mind. And my north node is Sagittarius, so I'm destined to be more like a Sagittarius energy in this lifetime, even though I'm a Capricorn, right? So when I would Google um, North Node, no, you would Google whatever your North Node says and then say the opposite of that sign. So for my example for y'all, my North Node is Sagittarius. So I would type in the direct opposite of a Sagittarius, which is a, um, was it Gemini? Yeah, it's Gemini. So what that means, um, whatever it is for you, what that means is that that direct past life, that direct lifetime that you lived right before the one you're living now, you were that sign. So South Node really stands for the energy that you already have, but it's also gifts that you naturally bring into this lifetime, okay? So it's like an energy that you already mastered in your direct past life right before this lifetime. So for me with Sagittarius and Gemini, Gemini deals with telepathy, communication. That's why I can break shit down for y'all in an easy way so y'all can understand it. I can um, read people's minds. I can tell when somebody's listening to me on this podcast. I can't see none of y'all, but I can tell if there's a certain energy that I know is listening to me. Telepathy. I can know if y'all talking about me, shit like that, because I mastered that energy in my past life. So, for Scorpio, you're going to have to Google that and look that up yourself, okay? Because I just know mine. I know my direct opposite for Sagittarius is Gemini, and my direct opposite for Capricorn is Cancer. And that's just from doing my own research. But I can't remember off the top of my head what the direct opposite of a Scorpio would be. So, you look that up, but South Node is basically like where you come from, your gifts that you bring into this lifetime that you already mastered. So whatever the opposite of yours is, if you look up your north node and then it says that your south node or that direct opposite of Scorpio, 
will be, um, no, if whatever sign you're looking up your North Node is, if it says that you're the opposite of that will be Scorpio, basically, is what I'm going to break down. That means you were a Scorpio in your past life. So you had this energy that I'm talking about already that you mastered. So that mysteries, that occult knowledge, that psychic intellect, um, that underworld energy, um, you knowing about ancient mysteries and shit like that and how to read hieroglyphs or runes and stuff naturally like that, how to read other languages and understand this and that. That comes from a past life of yours, a direct past life you just lived. You already mastered that energy. Okay. So it's like, you don't really have to tap back into that if you don't want to. It just naturally comes with you. Okay. Um, it also sometimes, for some people, it's not everybody, but for some people, um, since you already mastered that energy of your south node, whatever your south node ends up being, sometimes it's harder to be around that actual um, sign. So example for me, my north node is Sagittarius. That means my south so my south node is Gemini. I just said earlier I don't get along with Gemini's. I tried it as friends. I tried it as a, a parenting situation. It does not mesh. I tried it when they had different placements of Gemini in their chart. Does not work for me. No, it's because I already mastered that energy, so it comes off and it rubs me the wrong way. Because I don't have any lessons to learn from it. I already. I need to just stay away from it. They need to stay away from me. So typically, if people got Gemini on their chart and I don't mesh with them and I find out they do, I can understand why we don't mesh now. It's not nothing against me. It's nothing against them. I have already dealt with that energy, so I know what that energy is like. It's both-sided. It's two-faced. It's two ways. It's too much. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? That's an example. So I hope that makes sense. So if some of y'all have South Node in Scorpio... Um, and you're like, damn, that's why I don't get along with Scorpios. It's not nothing against the Scorpios. Nothing wrong with the Scorpio. In your chart, it tells you if you learned your chart that you're not supposed to be around that energy. I don't care what placement that I just named off that they have it in. You're not going to mesh with them because you've already dealt and mastered that energy. So them being around you just is uncalled for at this point. And the last one I'm going to tell you, I forgot how to look it up. So on the next episode i'll tell y'all how to look it up but it's called the chiron placement and i think actually how you look it up if i remember correctly is you type in um it might be a different website so if i can find the exact website i'll let you know but you type in your um birth information again and you try to figure out your chiron so if your chiron placement your chiron placement has to deal with pain pain healing Deep sources of pain, like the wounded warrior is what people call it, your sensitivity and your vulnerability. So if you end up having a Chiron in um, Scorpio, your deep pain and your healing could come from your past life. And you might not understand why you're going through deep sources of pain involving emotions and involving like... um, like hidden emotions like I didn't even realize that was a trigger for me or something like that and a lot of it can stem from your past life where something happened to you in your past life so now that's a sensitive subject to you even if it didn't happen to you in this lifetime like um example even if you've never been molested or raped or anything like that even if you never experienced someone dying from gang violence but it's a sensitive subject when this pops up 
war, people talking about losing someone in war, maybe you don't understand why. It's because it's hidden um, sources of pain. That's a deep wound that kind of followed you into this lifetime. Okay? So it's like, wow, okay. You could have been in a a war vet or something like that in a past life. Or you could have been around during the genocide times and now you're reborn again now. So when you see people being wiped out or you see people going to war, it can deeply affect you. You don't like war movies. You don't like this and that or colonization. It bothers you deeply because you understand, wow, I've been through that before. And even if you can't quite pinpoint it because it's not in this lifetime, I bet you if you did a past life reading with this Chiron and um, Scorpio, you would find out, oh, I'm this way about war, war movies um Pearl Harbor, Vietnam War, all that type of stuff. I'm a I'm like this with this because I could have died in a war. I could have lost a loved one in a war. So that wound followed you over. It's not like that with everybody, but with Scorpio it deals a lot with past lives and certain placements that you have in your chart, okay? So I'm going to pause it here, but we might end it here if my son's up, so we'll see. <laughs> but I'm going to um, go ahead and pause it here, and if I just post it, then hey, that's just the post, and we'll move forward, and then I'll get into the houses and the gifts that you have, okay? Because Neptune placement, I said that you have hidden gifts with being a Scorpio in Neptune, so possibly on the next episode, we'll get into that, okay? So I'm going to pause it here. Peace. Okay, y'all, we back. So, he's still asleep. So, what we're going to do is I'm just going to get into the gifts because I said I would. And then the next episode that I'll do after this one, because um, I want you guys to be able to understand this and kind of absorb this energy and look at your different placements and figure that out. So, then I'm not going to overload you with all this information and it's like hard to keep up with it and stuff. So, the next episode, we'll break down the houses and all that kind of stuff before we move on to the other signs because I want it to be all one sign, get everything out the way, and then we'll move on to the other um, 11 zodiacs eventually. But um, this is all going to be Scorpio. So if you're not on Scorpio, you don't have these placements after checking in your chart, then just keep posted until I start talking about that. Or if you want to understand other people's, um, you know, charts and stuff if just your partner or your kid or anything like that this is how you can do that as well so before i finish this up and go ahead and move on and get him some food started before he wake up because he's he likes that <laughs> then i'm gonna go ahead and get back to this neptune so i said i was gonna keep a placeholder with this neptune with scorpio because i said it has to do with hitting gifts and a lot of your hitting gifts are um based on dream time for some of y'all y'all will see these gifts that you feel like only superman and the you know super um what's it called superheroes and shit might have or you think it's otherworldly or something a lot of y'all might have this in your gifts i mean in your um dream time your gifts are in your dream time so it's like when i be telling y'all like oh yeah in my dreams it seemed like i'm like mortal Kombat, like katana or something i just be doing shit and like finishing people off it's like oh okay that's my dark gifts um 
that has nothing to do with my Scorpio placement. It's just uh, my Pisces. I have water. I have a water placement when it comes to my dream gifts and stuff. So that actually has a lot to do with it. I mean, yeah, no, that ain't got nothing. I don't have Scorpio in that placement. So it doesn't also mean that you have Scorpio particularly in that placement but for the ones that do these are going to be your gifts if you have these gifts and you don't have that scorpio placement that deals with dream gifts or neptune then um when we break down the other um other signs and stuff you can understand oh okay that's why i'm still like this because it sounds like she's describing me but i don't have this placement okay so um, for some of you guys, since you are Scorpio and Scorpio placements, this can deal with you actually being awake. This particular gift, you have the gift of tapping into different spirits. And I said all water signs have this, but we're talking about Scorpio. So you have the gift where you can feel the energy of Mother Earth. You can feel and be drawn to different animals. You might have, like how I said, I see crows a lot. I see ravens. Um hummingbirds i see robins um i see what's those little birds called uh nut hatches and like different birds vultures i'll see all these birds and they're like um signs and clues and like you know you can read the energy and stuff like that spirit animals there might always be a cat around you every time you move um whether it's in a cul-de-sac or apartment complex even if you don't have a cat there's always a cat around you or a dog around you a spirit animal stuff like that um you have connections to the fey world um uh bugs and uh bees and um dragonflies butterflies they might land on you or fly by you or a ladybug or stuff like that it's like you have natural gifts when it comes to different realms water spirits um you might go on a boat and you notice that every time you get on the boat even though it might not happen to nobody else you might see jellyfish you might see a whale you might see a orca or whatever and it's like wow hmm, that's interesting Every time my homeboy or my homegirl or my whatever gets on the boat, they don't see that. But I always see jellyfish, you know. It's because they're coming to you because they can feel that your energy is magical, okay. You have the gift of chronokinesis, meaning you have the gift to split, speed up and slow down time. So you can notice that um, in your dream time, you, you do this gift in your dream time. I have this gift, chronokinesis. So it's pronounced, I mean, it's spelled K-R-O-N-O, and then you can spell kinesis, chronokinesis. I'm trying to think of what fucking superhero. A lot of these superhero movies in Marvel and DC, a lot of these um, gifts are shown there, but the society, the world we live in, the elites, they try to make it seem like, oh, it's just them. It's just comic books. It's fake. It's fiction. But a lot of us have these gifts, and they know that. They uh, they know that. That's why they make these fucking movies and shit. And they want us to feel like it's something otherworldly uh, outside of ourselves. But like I said, we are also on a planet in a fucking galaxy. And as much as there are other celestial beings and other celestial races, we are the human race. But just because a lot of us were brainwashed to think that we're just regular and not special don't mean we don't have these gifts as well we just are not aware of it because society teaches it that it's weird and we don't know y'all can speed up and slow down time in your dream time 
Meaning, you can actual travel and project, and you can take care of some business that you need to. Like I said, um, example, you might have somebody going against you, might be plotting on you, or if you're into um, magic, or even if you're not, and you have people spiritually attacking you, you can literally... They might not plan on attacking you until three months from now or a month from now or a couple weeks from now. But you see it in your dream of them attacking you physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever. You see it in your dream. So you defend yourself. You might not even have to cast a spell or do nothing. Cleanse your energy or nothing because you already handled it. You whoop somebody's ass in spirit. And then you find out three months later, this same person was on their way to plot against you. But you already handle it. So then on their way to plot against you, you already took care of this. So like I said, their car might flip. They might have issues. Something going to happen to them. Their house might burn down. It, however the hell you dealt with it in dream time, you might blow up their car. And then you find out, wow, this person, car blew up, but they was on their way to me. And that's my enemy. That happened on my street. And you're just like, that's odd. That's strange. That's weird. And you're like, I had a dream about blowing up somebody's car a couple months ago. When you really think about it, that was your gift of speeding up and slowing down time to work in your favor. So I hope that makes sense. Um, I don't know if this is a gift, but for some of you guys, um, you might just have this in your family. I don't know. But for some of you guys, you're gonna you you have this thing where you have a set a bunch of set of twins. I don't know why this came out, but you guys have a bunch of set of twins. Like every time you have offspring, it's doubles. Like I don't know why this came out, but hey, whatever. But for somebody, it might just be confirmation that this is gonna be your message. You know what I'm saying? Um, every time you have kids, you can have double sets of twins. Like. Damn, I thought we was going to have one kid. It's a set of boys, set of girls, set of boys, set of girls, boy and girl. But you keep having twins. You have more than one offspring. It's not for everybody, but it's for somebody that's listening because that definitely randomly came out. You have the gift of ergokinesis. A-E-R-O. Ergo is E-R-G-O. And then kinesis is air manipulation. You can bend air, you can cause wind, storms, tornadoes. So I see some people practice this on um, YouTube and TikTok, where they would stand outside and it would be completely still. It could be a hot summer day. There's no wind blowing. And then they'll stand outside and start meditating. And they're recording themselves meditating. And then all of a sudden the wind will start blowing hella crazy. And then when they open their eyes, it'll stop. And then they'll do it again. So it's like you can control that for some of you guys. And this is something that you're awake and you can see it's like an airbender. That Avatar airbender movie, not the one with the blue people, but the Avatar airbender movie. You could have liked that as a kid and didn't even realize that that was a natural green, uh, uh, gift of yours. Dream gifts, of course, popped up and we already talked about that. A lot of you guys are going through spiritual awakening, healing, generational curses and stuff. Um, that's your gift. You're supposed to actually be here to heal. That's a gift. Um, you're actually here to be a generational curse breaker and awaken to your higher self and awaken and align your chakras. Um, with this Neptune and Scorpio, one of your gifts is shape-shifting in dream time. You might show up to somebody's dream looking like somebody else. You might show up to your, their dream and be cloaked as somebody else or an animal 
or like you're in one like you show yourself one way and then they say something to you and then you switch and you're an animal now or you're this or you're that um I had a dream where um this is a while ago but I know I had this gift too where I was in dream time and somebody was like can you show me like can you show me who you really are can you show me what you really are and I was in a human form at first, and then I shapeshifted into a mermaid. And as soon as I did that, I seen a bunch of people like paparazzi come up and was like, oh, my God, whoa, how did you do that? And I just left the dream because I was like, oh, hell no. So you might have dreams like that. Or people might be like, I felt like you was in my dream, but you changed into a wolf or you turned into a bird or I don't know. But you have the gift to shapeshift and cloak your energy as other people. Yeah, um, some of you guys have the gift of pyrokinesis. Um, this may show up if you do candle magic, if you do candle work, or you um, light a bonfire or something. You have the gift of kind of putting it out with your own mind, so you could practice with that if you want. I do that. Um, I haven't done it in a while, but I have practiced, and I know I can do it. Where I can stare at a candle, I can read flames. I can give you a reading like I be giving readings by just looking at the fire and picking up messages from the fire um, where I can look at a fire and it can depend on how I feel. It can get bigger or it can get lower and go out. I was just practicing that last night when I was um, using my Palo Santo Sage. So pyrokinesis, controlling fire with your mind, um, the movie Firestarter. The older one with um, Drew Barrymore and the newer one, that's a good movie that you can watch. That your gifts are like that girl's gift on the movies, but you do this in dream time. So like I said, you might have dreams of setting somebody's house on fire, setting somebody's car on fire. And then months later, because you did it in advance with your chronokinesis speeding up time, you find out, wow, my enemy house caught on fire. They lost everything. And you're just like, that's odd. That's a coincidence. That's payback. But you did it in dream time. You remember it. Some of y'all have the gift of ornithomancy, which means to bird watch, to read omens of birds. Obviously, y'all can hear I do that a lot when I'm doing my readings and stuff. I'll face my window and I can see out my window different birds flying by. I can see when there's one certain bird flying by, it means this. When it's a certain other bird, it means that. When it's a flock of birds, it means this. So it's like that with you. You also might just be the type of person where if you're sitting at a park or you're out, you bird watch a lot. I do that a lot too. Especially when I was younger, I used to like smoke, go to the water and like chill, you know, go drink, go by the water and chill. And I would just like, you know, watch nature and be a part of nature and watch the birds and I didn't realize, because this was before I started really tapping in with it, that I was reading omens from these birds. Some of you guys have gifts to communicate with animals, telepathy. You can do this in your waking life. So your cat, your dog, you know, anything like that. Even if you go to the zoo, you can tell if they're sad. You're like an animal empath. You know, you can tell if they're sad. You can understand them, you know. Um, with me, my examples, I have my... Um, I should have had a lot of dogs growing up, but the one I noticed that I was using this gift with was my, my puppy, Monkey. She's a little chihuahua. And I was noticing that, like, she would do certain things. Like, if she was confused about something, one ear would be up, one ear would be down. If she was nervous about something, she'll stand on that one paw and try to figure it out. You know, shit like that. And it's like we would communicate in different ways like that, and I understood her. 
you know? So it could be like that. You can be like that with your pet or with other people's pets. Or even, like I said, if you go to the zoo or something, you can look at the animal and be able to tell they're not happy. They're stressed. They're this, they're that, you know? They're over. They're in the wrong habitat or whatever. You can tell this. You might also be able to do this in dream time as well. And you're like, how the fuck? I did that before, too, when I was talking to a wolf in my dream. And I was like, how the fuck am I talking to this wolf? And we weren't saying words, but it was like telepathy. I was able to communicate with it. You might have grew up liking to watch the wild thornberries, especially if you're like a 90s baby, 2000s baby, stuff like that. Um, watching the wild thornberries with Eliza Thornberry um, and her gift of communicating with animals that she got from a aboriginal shaman or something like that. That show was good. Atmo Kinesis, A-T-M-O Kinesis, the ability to manipulate weather. Um... I have that gift as well, and I think I showed you guys that a couple times in my older episodes where I was really pissed off, really emotional, and I would talk about certain things, and it was a perfect sunny day, and all of a sudden it started raining. And I showed y'all the proof because I would open up the window and show you guys why I'm talking about this. It's raining. Then all of a sudden I stopped talking about it, and I calmed down, and I started to smoke, and the rain went away, and the sun came back out. So it could be like that with you, okay? Um... Yeah, you have the gift to manipulate weather. You can say, even though it's ugly outside, it's going to be sunny today. And two minutes later, the sun comes out. And it's like, wow, they said it was going to rain all week. But it's like, you might not notice that, but you do. You also may have the gift to be able to look at the sky and say, oh, it's going to snow tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be hot. It's going to be cold. Like, just by looking at the sky, you have the gift of doing that as well. So that's a real-time gift. Uh, how you say this? Cognitokinesis? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to just spell it. C-O-G-I-T-O kinesis. It's about manipulating thoughts. Um, The dad on that movie, Firestarter, I feel like the second Firestarter, he didn't have the gift as much. He had other gifts, which was different, so they kind of changed it. But the um, Firestarter with Drew Barrymore, if you want to watch it and understand what I'm talking about, that dad on that movie, um, Firestarter with Drew Barrymore, he was able to manipulate thoughts of people. So he got in the taxi cab and he had a dollar and they were trying to escape the um the lab of people trying to study them and their gifts, the government basically. So he only had a dollar in his wallet with his kid. He handed the taxi cab due to driver and he made him feel like this was a hundred dollar bill. So he was able to like, you know, manipulate shit. He'll be like looking at people and be like, jump off this bridge, kill yourself, do this, do that. And he was using it to protect. But you can notice that you'll say something in your mind and then that person will do it. That don't mean do make nobody hurt themselves. But you can practice it by way of like, um, I don't know. I do this with interviews. <laughs> I used to do this with interviews. I would like stare at the person to look at them in their eye. And when they're like looking through the paperwork and seeing and thinking. And I can tell that like they're borderline feeling like the other person before me or after me might have a better chance. Or I don't fit the qualifications or whatever. In my mind, I'd be like, hire me anyways and give me a chance. And they would. I'm just like, yes, bitch. <laughs> Cognitive kinesis, you can control and manipulate people's thoughts. So I got a lot of jobs by doing that. I'm not going to lie. 
especially was like um, I wasn't super qualified or I didn't have as much experience with certain things but I knew I'm a really good worker and a hard worker and I learn fast so it's like even when the resume would not add up to what I was applying for I would still get it because I would use that gift so that's a fun way to use that one <laughs> necromancy um I'm a necromancer too so it's just about channeling specific energies with ancient wisdom this is not something that you have to do in a dream time you can do this in real life some people are necromancers um where they can channel the energy of osiris they can channel the energy of a certain deity they can channel the energy of a passed on loved one of yours it's kind of like what is used when um doing seances so i mentioned the other day um, somebody did a seance against me and all that kind of stuff like that so seances don't need cards you don't need ouija boards or nothing like that it's literally summoning an energy and channeling messages from that specific energy necromancy okay and you can also read people's subconscious um that's a really good gift of mine i use that as well how that looks is um i don't know it's it's kind of hard to explain but it's like you can look at somebody and tell like okay subconsciously by the way they're talking the way they're presenting themselves coming off there's an insecurity there or there's a trauma there or there's something they need to heal um there's something they're hiding or anything like that like you could read people's subconscious they could be talking to you and you can be looking them in your eyes and you're probably listening to them with this gift scorpio and neptune you could be looking at them and you can be like hmm this person has um mother and daddy issues or like abandonment issues or you're not probably going to say that to them unless you're like a counselor and you're trying to help them but you can tell by way of their actions and reading their mind in a way you're going past just reading their immediate thoughts you're reading their subconscious and you're like wow this person has this addiction because i'm hearing them talk about their love life and what hurt them and blah 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 and people leaving them you're like oh you have abandonment issues Oh, you have codependent issues. So remember how I was talking about um, p- giving people trial, trial, um, probationary periods and stuff. If you have this gift of Scorpio and Neptune and you can read people's subconscious, that's another way that you can kind of um, prevent yourself from getting into um, trauma bonding and toxic relationships is by using your gift of reading people's minds and really listening to them and looking into their fucking soul because Scorpios of any placement could read souls I said this several times before so that's basically what it is and a lot of time when you're having deep conversations with people you can look at them and be like wow they are healed or they're not healed from this so you can take that as okay no I don't I don't think I want to stick around for that part but it's like you know okay i'm gonna let them finish that conversation but in your mind you can be like oh this was this is what nola was talking about i can sit here and listen to this person and realize that the reason they're drinking is because they're still hurt from a past lover okay because the way they're talking about this love life situation it's probably not gonna work for me so this is probably our first and last date but i just read their mind and their subconscious so now i know because they're talking about this, this, that, and that, and that. And they just sound kind of bitter. And it's because you just scanned their whole soul real quick. So you can read subconsciouses like that, okay? 
you guys are mediums okay so this isn't real life this ain't just dream time you can probably talk to um spirits and other beings in other realms and people that passed on i said that with all water signs not just scorpio that y'all have that natural gift i have i believe all three water signs in my chart so that's why i'm so like this that's why i can do this and it's easy for me because i can tap into whatever energies around me so one of y'all listening to me one of y'all ancestors could be trying to give y'all warning or something and they come to me because it's just easy so if you um if you don't know what mediumship looks like when channeling passed on loved ones and stuff another movie you can watch that's one of my favorite movies since i was a kid was the movie ghost with um patrick swayze demi moore and um Whoopi Goldberg and Whoopi Goldberg's character was a medium so she started off as a fake medium at first and she was bullshitting and acting like the spirits was talking to her and stuff but she really had the gift she was just conning people at first and then when Patrick Swayze's character um actually passed away he realized she was an actual medium so he started to tap into her and he wouldn't leave her alone until <laughs> She gave the messages to Demi Moore because she was in danger and stuff like that, you know? And she was about to get snaked out by um, his friend that murdered him for a bunch of money. So it was like, he was tapping into her body, you know? That's a that's what channeling looks like, where it's like, sometimes I'll be channeling messages for you guys, and I don't even be knowing what I said until I listen back to it. I'll know little bits and clues about kind of what the topic was about, but like one of those messages yesterday with um the condolences and stuff one of those messages had something to do with me and until i listened to it i didn't realize it i was just channeling a message for y'all when i listened back to it i realized wow one of these messages has something to do with me and somebody passing that i know so it made me cry and i was really like oh my god like wow but in that moment I'm just receiving. I'm just receiving messages. It's like some, it's like another spirit is able to channel through you because you're open channel. So if you need to see what that looks like physically, go ahead and watch the movie Ghost. Okay, and that'll help you guys. Um, and y'all can also see what the hell we be going through and how many spirits be around us and all that kind of stuff. Um, for some of you guys, you're destined for fame. That's just random. I don't know what, what that had to do with anything, but you're probably supposed to be famous in this lifetime or have recognition of some sort. A lot of you guys do have this gift of um, protection, like you're heavily protected. You can be heavily protected with this um, placement of Scorpio by other deities, other um, angels, demons, darker entities, um, fae spirits, dark fae things like that um and it's natural you can see these type of things if you are in dream time like you might have dreams of gnomes and gnomes attacking people that means you got dark fae that might be beating people's ass because you might got celtic bloodline too or i don't know something like that you might not even work with deities and and have altars and work with spirits but you're like damn i seen somebody in a dream and they look like a demon but they was attacking somebody and I was just watching it. You might have darker entities and beings that protect you. You might have angels that protect you. Whatever it is, you're heavily protected. And I feel like you see this in your dream time. Okay. Um, 
yeah being a, a water sign and being a scorpio with this placement in particular you're a hyoka empath not just a psychic a psychic is like someone that sees future predictions so you see a future prediction in your dream premonitions you're like an oracle you get visions you get gut feelings prophetic dreams things like that that's like what a psychic is and you have that gift too so a lot of that stuff comes through in your dream time or another example is if you're talking to somebody actively and then something like you get a quick vision of something because that happened to me before I was talking to this dude that um I wasn't supposed to be talking to and he was really trying to like you know, take it there with me, be serious and stuff. And I, I was holding his hand. We we're walking in the park, and I held his hand, was his, which is the gift of clear tangency for me. But y'all don't have it. Clear tangency is being able to feel energy and see energy through touch. So you can hold somebody's hand or touch an item, and you'll be able to tell if it's good or bad energy. I held his hand, and I have this gift of me being a psychic, and I seen a quick vision of um my ancestors saying no this ain't that's not it okay so i seen oh we ain't supposed to be together or there was another guy that when i was way younger in high school we were waiting on the public bus to go to the mall or something and he wanted to go on a date with me so we were supposed to be going on a date and going to the mall going to the movies and we were waiting on the bus to come and i grabbed his hand and i was like oh no this ain't gonna work he was like, what? And I, I couldn't explain it when I was a teenager. But I seen that he had a dark attachment to him. And I think now that he's grown, he has like addiction problems and stuff. So it was like that. Where it was like, oh, no, 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 no. You got something following you from a past life or you got a demon attached to you or something. And he told me when I told him later on now that I'm more open about me being psychic, he remembered that shit because he was like, damn, that broke my heart. You just told me, hey, yeah, you can take me up. And then I had grabbed his hand. <laughs> it was like, no, this ain't going to work, bro. And I just got on a different bus and went home. And I couldn't explain it during that time because I was a teenager and I was still learning about these things. But as I got older and I was around him, I told him, yeah, I seen that you had a demon on you. And um, and he was like, wow, somebody told me that before. And I was like, yeah, I seen it when we were like teenagers. And he never got it cleared off him. And he looks really bad now. He has like addiction problems. So I'm like, yeah, no, that was not going to work out. But this is what I mean by vision. You can literally see something real quick when you touch something or grab something or look at somebody. And you're like, uh-uh. Or yes, it like it's either yes or no, you know. But your gifts will let you know. Being a Hayoka empath, cause your empath empathy is like feeling other people's feelings and stuff. Yeah, a lot of people are either empath- empathic naturally, but Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio are um, deeply empathic. A lot of them are Hayoka empaths. Hayoka is spelled. You can look this up yourself. H e y o k a. Ayoka, I believe, is a Native American word. And it's like the most sensitive empathy. So it's deeper than just feeling feelings and feeling sorrow or feeling happiness or whatever for other people and feeling their feelings. You don't have to be in that person's presence to feel it. So example, if somebody connected to me is going through something and it hurts their soul um, and they're reaching out for help, but they have nobody to call or talk to, they might just be in their room crying contemplating suicide or something like that 
I can feel that. So it's really important with Scorpio, but also all water signs in general to know what your energy is versus when somebody else's energy is in your energy. Okay, because when you're a Hayoka empath, you can walk into the room and start feeling everybody's energy around. You can tell if somebody's jealous with you. You can tell if somebody is a uh, fraud. You can tell if somebody is thirsty. You know, you can tell a whole bunch of energies. If somebody's there, but they're really depressed, but they're smiling in people's faces, you can read the room. But also, when you're in close proximities with people, you can also feel their feelings. And if you don't know it, you might act out their feelings. So they may be holding in a lot of rage. And then you don't understand why you just got ticked off and pissed off all of a sudden. It's because your energy is not protected. So your energetic field is kind of like vulnerable for that. So you don't understand why I was just so cool and I just spazzed out for no reason. It's because this person probably feels that way, but they're keeping their calm. So the energy got passed to the nearest empath and you're the nearest empath. How you do that is you can protect yourself by wearing black clothing or wearing a, a scarf or a hat over your head um, when you go out, especially when you're going out to like stores and stuff like um, I'm going to pause it here after I describe this and then we'll pick it back up. But an example like um, when COVID first happened and they had the rules and oh, certain people can come in the store at this point in time, and then other people can come at this point, and the lines were long, and everybody was stressing, and oh my God, you sneezed, oh my God, you coughed on me, and blah, 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 blah. Oh, your face mask ain't on, all that shit. It was a lot of anxiousness, a lot of fear, a lot of aggression, because everybody was trying to get the last fucking toilet paper roll and all this kind of shit so even though if you were calm trying to do this you felt the energies of everybody else some people have they think it's social anxiety but really it's deeper than social anxiety it's literally um you are a high oka empath so you feel everything around you so it can really freak you out and stress you out going into crowds and around big people unless you know how to protect your energy by wearing if you're going to go around those many people wearing some type of black item or a black article of clothing um, over your um, main part of your body, like a jacket or a sweater or something. Um, that's why a lot of people that practice, they wear um, black or they wear a scarf or a Baidu wrap or a hat over their head um, or something like that when they go out. And some people do it naturally, don't realize it. Some people's cultures actually teach them to do this to protect their energy, okay? But that's what Hayoka means. I'm going to pause it here, and we're going to pick it right back up. Okay, Scorpio and Scorpio placements, we're almost done. You have so many gifts. Um, so I hope the Hayoka and stuff can explain some stuff to you. So some of you guys um naturally have social anxiety and you have a fear of big crowds and stuff but i feel like it's bigger than just the fear of big crowds it's really because you pick up on too many energies at once and your energy don't know what to do with itself and you can find yourself that you're drained from just being at the store for an hour when you're in a big crowd like that like some of y'all hate going to concerts hate going to like walmart and stores where there's a million and one people in there and it's stressful situations and environments you might like to go very early when nobody's there or very late when nobody's there or you might like to order shit online or something like that or you might be like babe can you go to the store this time or 
you know, something like that. You might drive out to a whole different location where barely anybody's in there. And it's because this is what it is. So sometimes it's diagnosed in today's time as social anxiety. But in real life, in the spiritual world, it's because you're a Hayoka empath. I had an old homegirl that I was trying to explain that to, but she wasn't really well versed in the spiritual stuff. So she didn't want to hear me. And she was taking medicine that would just numb her to everything. But it's like, you know, you wouldn't have to do that if you would just, you know, protect your energy a little bit more. Put on a spiritual oil before you go out, um, you know, cover your head. Um, Just do different things. Um, And it would actually help her. And I actually, like, once I started to really tap into this, I do it a lot. Even if my hair is done, I'll wrap it up just because... I ain't trying to tap into everybody's brain and thoughts and feelings when I'm at the fucking store. I want to focus on what I got going on. Sometimes it's so much it'll give me a headache or it'll drain me. With my kid, he has the same gift. So when he was a baby, he would um, go to the store and just get so upset. And we would only be in there for like 15 minutes. And I know this is because he felt everybody's energy and he was... A couple months old by the time COVID happened. So he was feeling all that COVID anxiety, stress, fear, worry that people were feeling. And my baby would be so drained. And I was like, oh. So when I put spiritual oils on him, on his um, on his little baby hat he was wearing and his blanket and all that kind of stuff, he would just be chill. He wouldn't have those energies anymore. He didn't feel it. So I was like, oh, okay he's like this too so a lot of you guys have this gift and don't even realize it um i think i mentioned already channeling and psycho channeling and channeling messages and things like that some of y'all will give great advice and people just feel like oh you give such great advice and sometimes you don't realize that you're actually channeling a message from a god from a deity from a past on loved one for them and giving that message to them and they healed them and made them feel better. Like, let's say your friends, family member, something passed on and they were really close. You could literally be giving them encouraging words and you think it's just you talking, but in reality, it's a message coming through from that person and they're like, wow, they would say something like that. Wow, you sounded just like them when you said it. You probably never met that person. It's because they're channeling through you, okay? That's a part of you being a medium. So those go hand in hand. Um, some of y'all have the gift of scribing. Not some of y'all, whoever listens to this, you have the gift of scribing. Meaning um, you can channel messages through writing. Um, I had this gift and I learned about this on my journey. Because growing up, I would notice that my handwriting would change a lot. And I would redo things because I was like, why am I writing really good like here and then it'll get a little bit more this way and then it'll get a little bit like it's like looks like three different people wrote it yeah and I'm such a perfectionist sometimes I got over that but I used to be such a perfectionist that I would rewrite the whole thing because I'm like why does it look like that and I thought it was because my hand was getting tired or lazy it wasn't that it was because um it's the same thing as like channeling a message and being a medium and someone speaking through you it's like if you're writing and you have the gift of scribing instead of speaking it out that um energy that spirit can help like write it down so some of you guys are really good at writing down things and um and getting messages like you might think to just write one thing and then all these other thoughts and things start writing down and you're not even thinking about it and by the time you're done you're like wow this is 
I didn't even think to take it there. I was going somewhere else with it. It's because you channeled another being or another angel or something. And um, you can notice this with your handwriting changing. You can notice when you were writing and when that other um, being was writing. Being a Scorpio, you have the natural gift to let go and release things. So when you're done, you're done. That's a gift because not everybody does that. They hold on for dear life to things that are not healthy for them, not toxic. I feel like you're like, "Mm -mm. if you cross me once, that's it. I'm moving forward, you know, <laughs> so that's a gift in itself. Uh, some of you guys have the gift of bibliomancy. Um, so you're into the Bible, you're into reading the Bible. Um, I also have this gift. I use it in a different way. Um, like I said, there's nothing against people that's Christians. There's nothing against people that's Catholics. I grew up in Catholicism and Catholic, um, excuse me, Catholicism and Christianity. That was like what I grew up in that's what majority of my family and stuff are still involved in um so I use this gift as way of breaking down the bible so you guys can understand um what it actually means because if you really sit there and read the bible and I mean I'm not saying to jump from chapter to chapter sit there and read it it's all over the place one little part can be in one scripture and then the rest of the meaning to that part could be in another scripture. It's like, why is it all jumbled up like that, right? So I kind of make it make sense. On the episodes with the Hebrew numerology, which was the original way that the Bible is written in Hebrew, and on the Tower of Babel episodes, that's me using my Scorpionic gifts, that ancient knowledge that I have. I've never studied Hebrew. All the studying that I've done, over the years, I have not studied Hebrew. I studied Spanish in school and other languages, but not Hebrew. And when I'm doing those episodes, I'm speaking Hebrew and breaking down the Bible to you guys and what it means by way of numerology and different things like that. So some of you guys have the gift of bibliomancy, meaning you can break down the Bible in a way that people can understand what it means. You can channel messages from a page. You might open up the book and put your finger on a certain scripture. And that's what somebody needed to hear or that's what's going to happen. A prophecy or something that's going to happen to them or something like that. You know, a lot of you guys that have this gift, your ancestors or your family currently has religious background and they use it for insight. For some of y'all that are like me, I have ancestors that are into voodoo and they had to cover it during that slavery time with Christianity or Catholicism, okay? So if they had to um, cover it up, they could have been, if it's Catholicism that my ancestors had to cover up their voodoo practices with, then I mean they were kind of a little bit more towards like this um, Latino, Hispanic side, then I mean they would in modern day practice Yoruba or Santeria, right? Or Santa Muerte. So they read the Bible too, yes, but they will break it down and use it in a way for voodoo because they had to hide their practices back during the slavery times, right? If it was modern day, like in the U.S., and it didn't have nothing to do most so with like Latin culture and Catholicism, and it had to do with Christianity, that would be considered hoodoo practices, voodoo and Christianity, uh, voodoo being hidden by Christianity and certain practices that they do in hoodoo, hidden by Christianity, will be considered hoodoo. 
is voodoo is voodoo. That's just what it is. If they're practicing it, but it's covered up by religious base because they were forced to during Christianity, it's considered hoodoo. And I still carry on that gift from my ancestors of being able to break down the Bible and use it in a certain way, okay? So just because I don't really, like, I don't choose to be um, religious, like, on that standpoint, I don't judge anybody that does. But I'm going to tell you and I'm going to teach you so you can choose to listen to what you believe in about it or not. I I don't got no no problems with that. It's not nothing against that. I just, I grew past that. You know, I learned more past that. And I just try to spread my knowledge. So it's like, you know, I feel like there's some people in, in spirituality that really don't fuck with it. And there's people, some people that it's like, it's naturally in their blood. Like, and I feel like a lot of people that are super, super heavy religious, especially when it comes to like um, African-Americans and stuff that's super strict and super religious. A lot of the times, if you go further back and you learn about your ancestry, um, and you get more into spirituality, you'll realize that a lot of your ancestors practice a form of voodoo because their original practice was voodoo. And voodoo is African spiritualism. People make it seem like it's bad because, like I said, every practitioner has good and bad in them. It depends on the person. But voodoo is actually a spiritual, um, African spiritual system. And it includes herbology, numerology, astrology, astronomy, um, healing practices, different things like that. So like those shamans and stuff you see, that's what voodoo is. It's, it's all of those wrapped in one. Math, mathematics, sciences, things like that. That's literally what it is. So when people are like, oh, it's evil and all that, I mean, it is what it is. They have their own deities. They're called Luwa or Orishas that they believe in. And that's just what it is. The same way people believe in the Mother Mary and um, Jesus Christ and all that kind of stuff. Same thing. Different deities. Now, when it comes to hoodoo or Yoruba or Santeria practices, it's based on, okay, we have this certain deity, this certain Luwa, or this certain Orisha um, that we believe in. And since we have to hide it and we were forced to practice Christianity, we now associate Archangel Michael with Papa Legba and Voodoo. You see what I'm saying? It's just, this is how they had to do it. So the slaves back in the day said, okay, if we're going to do it, we're still going to do what we're going to do. But since they're forcing us to do it, we're going to create a way that we can do it still. And the the more the generations went down, a lot of them, the society started to make voodoo look bad and evil and blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. I mean, if you use it for evil, yes. If you don't, then you don't. But it's still African-based spiritual system. So the more society pushed that it's evil and your ancestors are evil and talking to them are evil. So you mean to tell me your great, 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 great grandparents and stuff was evil? Like, I just, that don't make sense to me. So it's like, the more that the generations moving on, the mainstream society wanted to push a certain religious base and get you away from what your original people were practicing. That's why a lot of 
people in Christianity and Catholicism go against spirituality, especially involving voodoo and hoodoo, because they feel like it's all evil, it's all bad, because that was drilled into their brains, that was drilled into their mindset. And the more the generations went on, now to your generation, and you're learning about these type of things, you feel like automatically when you first hear that somebody practices that or is learning about it, oh, they're evil. I had to get past that too and realize when I was learning about my people, my culture, uh, slave trade, all that shit, I had to realize, oh, wow, we had our own system set up before these people came over and started to enslave us and do genocide. So the people that's going back to that, they're looked at as a certain way and they're not. So I know I got a little bit off of bibliomancy and stuff, but it's the same shit. It's literally the same thing. They just took, so some of y'all have bibliomancy because of this being in your blood. And the bibliomancy gift comes from your ancestors that will take it and create a message based on that around it. They will predict things for people instead of pulling cards and stuff. They will read people's energies and then flip the book open because they had to do it in that way because they they were forced to hide their original practices and they would just do it that way. Well, I can't read bones no more. I can't read stones and, and, and rocks and cards no more. Okay, if we got to read this Bible, I'm going to bibliomancy. Go to a certain page, read this person's energy and tell them something. And it's going to touch that person the same way you get a reading from the cards. You can do that too. That's what bibliomancy is, and some of y'all had this gift of that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I said, I use it, and it just depends on the person. Are you using it to help inform people and heal people and help them, or are you using it to curse somebody? Because you can, you can use Psalms, that whole book of Psalms or Palms or whatever it's called. You can use that whole book, and those are spells, and you can curse people with that. Depending on how you're praying for somebody. I have a whole church of people. The people that I grew up around and stuff. All them church people go to church every Sunday. And pray on a downfall for me. That's that's a way of hexing and cursing. And the book of Psalms in general. Those are all curses. I broke that down on the Tire Babel. And I broke that down on the Hebrew episodes. Not going to go too much into it. But you can go listen to those episodes and see what I'm talking about. I feel like also when you have this Scorpio and Neptune, one of your gifts that you probably see in person and in dream time is your soul ties. Whether it's a good soul tie or a bad soul tie, whether it's a friend, family member, spouse, you can see your connection with them and your past lives together and things like that. What karma you're supposed to heal through. You can see that kind of stuff in dream time too. So say there is a lover of yours and you're like, damn, this person kind of seems toxic, but I can't quite put my finger on it. You might see this person in a dream, but y'all are in like Asia or something and you guys are going through some shit and they went through and they you lost that person and or maybe you, you left that person behind. And in today's time, y'all have this person has this codependent in this energy around you where they feel like. You know, they're very codependent on you. And it started in a past life in Asia. And it'll show you that in the dream time. So now you can understand, oh, that's what, that's how we're bonded. Some of y'all can see, oh, in my past life, this person that is this to me was my sister. That's why me and my mom seem like siblings more than parent and son or parent and daughter. Oh, that's why I'm attracted to my old classmate because 
my old classmate or this old person that went to school with me, I've been drawn to their energy because this is my past life soulmate. You can have soulmate dreams and stuff, and you're just like, how am I so drawn to this person? I don't get it. Like, what is it about this person? Yeah, they're cool, they're beautiful, they're handsome, they're whatever. But my soul feels like it's yearning for them. It's because that's your soul, past life soulmate. And you might supposed to be with that person again in this lifetime. You know? So you can see those type of things in dreams. Who this person is to you and shit. It might show their current face and what they currently look like. But then you'll see y'all in Egypt or in Mexico or in another dimension or another planet. Where the fuck y'all know each other from? You're going to see that in dream time. But they will have the current face that they have now. And you're like, oh, that's why I had a dream of such and such. And we were um, in Tulum by the pyramids and the temples. Oh, we had an Aztec or a Mayan past life together. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like... Yeah, pay attention to that kind of stuff in your dreams, too. Also, the last part, and then we're done, and I'm going to post it, is spirit guides. You have the, um, everybody has spirit guides. Spirit guides come in threes. So, you have the gift of seeing your spirit guides, not just in dream time, but you can see them in real life. And spirit guides, since they're spirits, they can tap into anything. They can give you messages through anything. So, when you see things come up in threes, you know how people say, like, when things happen in three, something's happening. Example, if you see three birds flying past and you're feeling really nervous about something or you're trying to wonder if you're protected or safe somewhere, your three spirit guides were probably leading you somewhere. You might be walking down somewhere and you're trying to figure out, is this a safe path to walk? And then you see three birds fly a certain way. Maybe they want you to take a left. That's a spirit guide guiding you. You might be driving somewhere and um, all of a sudden you see three deers crossing front of your um, car to slow down and pay attention something like that it's like they come in threes okay and you see this in your dreams and you also see this in real life okay so scorpio and scorpio placements until next time because <laughs> i did a lot of information on this one i need y'all to digest that process that information okay um I don't think I'm going to do no more episodes today because I just knocked out two while my son was asleep. But I'm going to enjoy the rest of my day. Um, And we'll come back tomorrow with the houses and breaking down that. And once we're done with that, then we'll move on to the next water sign. Okay? So I hope that helped you guys. Take your notes learn digest the information process it if you had some shit that you found out about yourself and you're like oh wow that's why i'm like that i am the problem i am the villain or oh okay i'm i'm not weird i'm not this i'm not that because this is just in my chart so this is me so you can start to accept things about yourself or change things about yourself it's called shadow work now that you know that's why i have a dark little energy about me because it's naturally me i have this placement with scorpio makes sense okay i can either change that because i don't like it or i can say hey this is me so if somebody won't be with me they're gonna have to know hey i'm good but i got scorpio and venus so if you try me i'll kill you if you try to take my man like you know <laughs> those like them snapped episodes when somebody um walks in and somebody's cheating on them or something and then they kill the person and the spouse they might have scorpio and venus and it's nothing against you if you do but since you know that now understand hey you can be the villain 
So, kind of check yourself on that a little bit. <laughs> okay? <laughs> if you got Mars and Scorpio, you can be the villain. And if you have to assert yourself in that type of way, if you got Mars in Scorpio and Venus in Scorpio, you really have to watch your temperament when it comes to the people you love and stuff like that. Because you can take it overboard. And we might see your ass on the news for doing something crazy because you was... <sighs> you know expressing that darker side of you so there's nothing wrong with you but now that you know you can now that you have self-knowledge you can control it a little bit more than if you didn't know this about yourself okay love you guys thank you for listening and supporting enjoy the rest of your day and yeah keep learning keep learning you can never learn enough peace